Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 11 of Story Shed. We are the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too, the whole family, moths, mammoths, marmosets, anybody who wants to listen, you are all welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, this is episode 11. Thank you for your wonderful response to episode 10. Lots of people got in touch um, who enjoyed uh, Freckleface Grace, and that was our first one. Um, submitted by a listener so anyone else out there if you've got ideas for stories please please get in touch send them in um, at story shed pod on twitter or uh, story shed on facebook uh, get in touch and we will uh, do our best to weave a story together for you um, story shed podcast at gmail is our email address as well so here we are at episode 11 um, and this episode is inspired by our story shed cat called Philip. We've got a cat who turned up to our door a couple of years ago now um, and we took him on and he's the most wonderful cat in the world. Um, this one is inspired by him and it's called Philip the Cat. So let's open the door. Here we go. Story Shed, Episode 11, Philip the Cat. Poor old Philip the Cat, face like a satin hat, all crumpled and folded like a face remoulded, bloodshot eyes either side of his bony little head, fewer teeth inside his mouth, more gaps instead. He has patches of missing fur from his ears to his paws, which never touch the ground due to the length of his claws. He wheezes when he purrs and walks with a bit of a limp. His tail, shorter than most cats, curls up like a shrimp. Of course, Philip the cat doesn't care one jot about how he looks, doesn't care that he doesn't look like most cats do in most picture books. It's other people that seem to care about Philip's unusual appearance. And because of this, he has had to learn to show real perseverance. Poor Philip's life hasn't exactly been smooth so far. And the way he looks is like a permanent scar. A reminder of how often he's been kicked out of this home or that. Kicked into the street because he's not considered to look like a normal cat. There was a time, however, many summers now since past, that Philip lived a happy life not on the streets as an outcast. And on crisp autumn afternoons when the sun lies low in the sky, memories whisper in Philip's ear, painting a picture in his mind's eye. Of bushes of golden flowers covered in purple butterflies, and a sunshine-dappled wood with trees of every imaginable size. The crunch of gravel beneath his feet on a meandering path that led to a door, with a cat flap that led to a bowl of food, always refilled when he needed more. And her, the girl with the tangled red hair and sparkling eyes of blue, who stroked him and tickled his chin and fixed his collar when it was askew. But quickly following this memory comes another, much darker in tone, of the time when Philip got lost and found himself completely alone. He had simply roamed too far from home and couldn't find his way back. 
and it wasn't long before our poor puss found himself under attack. Snarling and snapping, teeth glistening, Philip was face to face with two dogs. At first, Philip froze to the spot, his heart like a drum, his legs like four logs. And then he turned and ran, ran for his life, one dog nipping his leg, cutting like a knife, leaving him with the limp he still has today. Luckily, that time he managed to get away. But it was the start of a new life for Philip, and the end of his time with the girl with red hair. Wandering from house to house, garden to garden, never again finding his way back into her care. Go away, you scruffy little thing, get out! That's the ugliest cat I've ever seen, no doubt! Get out my garden shoe, get lost, go on, get out of here! Don't come back, little cat, just hurry up and disappear! There was the boy that tempted him with some tuna in a tin, before trapping him inside a big black wheelie bin. And the nasty ginger tabby that scratched his eye, all because Philip, looking for friends, had tried to say hi. And then there was the woman who sprayed him with her water jets, all because she thought he'd done a poo on her prized courgettes. After a while, life on the street began to take its toll on Philip the cat, who used to have thick fur, bright eyes and a body that was healthy and fat. But now... Bloodshot eyes, either side of his bony little head. Fewer teeth inside his mouth, more gaps instead. He has patches of missing fur from his ears to his paws, which never touch the ground due to the length of his claws. He wheezes when he purrs and walks with a bit of a limp. His tail, shorter than most cats, curls up like a shrimp. And he still wanders from garden to garden and house to house living off scraps taken from bins, and if he's lucky, the occasional mouse. But still, every day he holds his nose to the sky and sniffs the air, for just the faintest sign of that girl with the tangled red hair. Even though he's changed beyond all recognition, he's still Philip inside despite his physical condition, and he's confident that she would see past the way he looks now, and that she would stroke him and tickle his chin the way that only she knows how. But there's no sign or scent of that little girl any more, and Philip gets turned away from every new door. He hides from the dogs and runs from the cars, he lives in the shadows collecting new scars. I think you'll agree it must be tough living a life like that. But he just gets on with it, because he's Philip the Cat. But wait, what's that? What's Philip seen with those bloodshot eyes? It's a bush full of golden flowers and covered in purple butterflies. There we go, that was episode 11, Philip the Cat. Thank you for listening. And once again, we're joined by Leo and Belle, our little helpers. Say hello. Hi. Hello. Okay, here we go then. First question. What does Philip the Cat look like? He's got a bony little head and bloodshot eyes. Yeah. And very long claws. 
He's got a really crumpled face. It looks like it's been squashed about five times. Okay, good. So, uh, has he always looked that way? Has Philip always looked like this? No, once he was um, a furry cat with nice soft fur and blue eyes. Super. So, how did he end up looking like this? Why does he look like this? Because, like, um, he's been chewed out houses and people might have, like, um, used brushes to shove him out. And So, where's he been living? On the street. Okay. Um, can you remember some of the horrible things that people did to, to Philip along the way? Well, they um, blasted a hose at him. A boy tempted him with some tuna and um, trapped him in a bin. Okay, good. So that might explain some of the way um, Philip looks. Um, what else could have happened to Philip, do you think, in his life? Well, like, his really long claws might have scratched him and maybe, like, that house had a dog and the dog attacked him. Super. He might have, like, fallen over whilst with his limp on the road and then he might have bashed his face. OK. Um, early in the story, there's a word in um, at the beginning of the story and that word is perseverance. What does perseverance mean and why did Philip show it? It means never give up. I mean, if you don't get something straight away, don't just quit and go away. Um, Carry on. And can I just say something? Our cat does not look like Philip. I repeat, does not look like Philip. I promise. Okay, thank you. Um, But he's right, it doesn't. Okay, Um, who in the story, who is Philip searching for? Um, His old owner with tangled red hair. Super. And blue eyes. Okay. Um, And how do we know, by the end of the story, because it's uh, left on a little bit, a little bit open at the end of the story, how do we know he might have found her? Because um, he sees um, all the features that it's described um, earlier in the story about his old home. What was that? Um, It was a bush full of flowers and purple butterflies. Fantastic. Do you think he's found her? Yes. Yeah, because, well, unless she's moved house, yeah. Okay, but what do you think? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, How, then, how did this story, overall, how did this story make you feel? Um, sad. Because, like, it's quite sad hearing someone without hope and living on the streets. How would you feel if you've been kicked out of loads of housing when you just want to make friends? I mean, if I don't want to make friends, I go up to somebody and like, hey, hey, and I'm like, hey, and then, hey, and then, hey. And, and then they say, hey, stop yeah. saying hey so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, um, humans can make friends easily, but and like, if there was a like a boy or a girl who had um the same facial issues as Philip, I mean. I wouldn't be scared to go and to go and be their friend. It's just that because he's, I think it's just because he's a cat. Nobody wants to, like, take him in. And okay, good. And Belle's getting a little bit emotional again. Made you sad this story, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You all right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So if uh, there is a message to this story, if you think there's an overall message, what might that message be? What do we think? Be resilient. Ooh, wonderful word. Well done. What does that mean? Um. 
like perseverance and you never give up. Fantastic. Leo, if there's a message, what do you reckon? Um, well, like Belle said, never give up. If you don't get something first time, don't just go, don't want to do this anymore, can't do it. Okay. No. And what about in the way that people treat Philip? Um, just because he's a cat doesn't mean you have to be mean. You have to be mean to him. Okay. Okay. Anything else to add? I repeat, does not look like that. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. You were brilliant again. Uh, say goodbye. Bye-bye. See ya. There we go. Thank you very much, Belle and Leo. Uh, just time for a couple of mentions now before we go. Firstly, to three-year-old Dylan, whose mum sent in his idea for a story, which was of a centipede who has to climb a mountain. Sounds like a fantastic idea, Dylan. So thank you very much for that. Secondly, um, if you do get a moment, it would be really appreciated here at StoryShed if you could like and subscribe and possibly write a review. Five stars. For us, wherever you get your podcasts, or iTunes or whatever platform you use, it's much appreciated. It helps get our name out there and get more people listening. So thank you for that. And lastly, I'm just going to mention something that launched last week, which is a new speaker for children. It's called Yotto, Y-O-T-O. And we are really excited to be involved with this because we're part of their launch pack. It's a new speaker for children who can access different things to listen to whether that's music stories our podcast uh, learning a language and they have physical cards that they put into the speaker giving them some control over what they listen to it's a really really wonderful product check it out at yottoplay.com y-o-t-o play.com um, and we're really excited to have been asked to be involved in that they've got some great stories as well um judith kerr stories um, and the rights to some Roald Dahl stories as well. So um, have a look at them. OK, so that's that for this episode. We'll see you next time on Story Shed. Bye-bye.